Day 81. Yeah, Joe, he turned the page. But yes, Americans trapped behind enemy lines. And it seems like we're the only ones mentioning it every day. How about we go and save them and rescue them? Be the greatest thing ever. By the way, no public events for Joe Biden today. No White House briefing today. Uh, And of course, last night was a political tsunami. um, And we predicted it. I said I, I thought we'd get... The Commonwealth of Virginia by two. We got it by two. I say, I was not as confident in New Jersey. Yeah, but, you know, New Jersey does have this 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 independent streak that shows up every once in a while. I don't know what the final results will be there. And I'm not sure I trust anybody counting anything anymore. Um, I, but this was this. This is much deeper and it goes much further than I think anybody really understands. Uh, look at, for example, a, a red tide literally swept over long island and new york republican candidates for da nassau suffolk counties they won their races and in stunning landslides um in nassau you had a career local prosecutor upset a democratic state uh senator former federal prosecutor that eliminated cash bail for defendants i mean all of these issues we have been talking about the radicalism of the left was just 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 defeated across the board last night And the key for the Republicans is, okay. how are they going to keep this momentum up? What? Because one year from now, we'll be coming on the air the day after Election Day. And that's going to be did the Republicans take back the House of Representatives? Did Republicans win the Senate? Marco Rubio in Florida. Did Herschel Walker win against Warnock in Georgia? These are all races we'll be following. What happens in North Carolina, South Carolina? What happens in New Hampshire? What happens in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Ohio, Nevada, uh, Arizona? Those are all, I mean, that's that, that will be the bellwether of all bellwethers. So I don't want to get overly, I, I, I take, I'm cautiously optimistic and I'm hopeful. One of the funniest stories to come out of yesterday is you got a truck driver who's now leading in a race against the New Jersey Senate president, he spent a whopping $153 on his campaign. A victory by Republican Edward Durr, South Jersey commercial trucker. He's over long-serving Senate president in New Jersey, Stephen Sweeney. I mean, it's it's remarkable. And he's up by a pretty significant amount, 52-48, with 99% reporting. So I would assume that that race is done and, and called uh, Virginia's newly elected uh, lieutenant governor, an African-American. She is blasting Democrats today. Her name is uh, Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, you know, on the use of the race card down in in Virginia, saying this is what the Democratic Party does over and over again. They come into the black community. They try to gin up your anger over some supposed threat or some supposed slight. And then we're supposed to run out and vote for them because they're coming to save us. You know, we have chronicled this history of every two, four years. It's the same playbook. Republicans are racist, sexist, misogynist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, now transphobic. They want dirty air and water and they want your grandma and grandpa to eat dog food and cat food and die and get thrown over a cliff. Um, we have Trump's endorsed congressional candidates, one against Biden endorsed opponents uh, Hollywood celebrities hit the panic button last night from Rosie O'Donnell on down. 
We are effed, a distraught O'Donnell tweeted. Fascism is alive and well in America, Rosanna Arquette. I'm like, okay, these people are off their rocker. Um, One thing that we need to look for now, we saw this in the Trump years. The the, The first three years of Trump's economy, what did we see? We saw that the policies of Donald Trump pulling back the bureaucracy, lowering taxes, moving towards energy independence and controlling our borders had a huge impact. And it had an impact because we were creating record low unemployment for African-Americans, Hispanic Americans, Asian Americans, women in the workplace, youth unemployment, African-American youth unemployment. Last night, Republican Virginia governor-elect now, Glenn Youngkin, garnered more support from Hispanic voters than Democrat Terry McAuliffe. Uh, 54% of Hispanic voters in Virginia backed Yunkin. 45% went for McAuliffe. Um, that, is, that, that is a big deal. because, And I, I have this whole litany of things that we need to do if we want to get this country back on track. This can only be viewed as a great first step. This can only be viewed that people now recognize the the failure that is all things radical democratic socialist new green dealism and joe biden because there's not a single thing we can cite that is successful for them uh kamala harris had made the prediction last week i hope maybe it will be featured prominently in republican campaign commercials until next november but when campaigning for mcauliffe last week she's what happens in virginia will in large part determine what happens in 2022 2024 and on. I actually agree with Kamala Harris for once. Even before McAuliffe went down, Biden was trying to dodge blame, watching the White House. I mean, to put a lid on Biden all day today, of course, he's tired. He he didn't get a long enough nap. It was very rude of his aide to wake him up in the middle of that climate summit uh, in Glasgow. That was so rude of that person. Uh, anyway, so Biden yesterday was asked whether he thought McCullough was still going to win. Biden immediately started dodging uh, the blame for McCullough's. But I'm telling you right now, because I'm talking to Democrats, they're all blaming Biden. They're blaming the they're If you think it was bad leading up to this election, the Democratic infighting and civil war, Mansion Cinema versus the squad and Pelosi, et cetera, it's only going to get worse. Now, they're trying to apparently we'll talk to. Congressman Kevin Brady later, it looks like they're trying to now rush through as quickly as they possibly can any bill with any amount of money that they can get because they know that their political fortunes have turned dramatically against them. Um, So whether they're going to be successful or not, that will be interesting. I don't think so, because I think Joe Manchin Monday when he was when we went out there and excoriated the Democrats for these accounting practices that they were using. Um, I think it was pretty clear how he felt. Uh, Washington Post blaming Biden for dragging McAuliffe down. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of blame to go around everywhere. Here's my big takeaway from the night and, and what I think all of this means. And this is this now, this is more big picture. Because it was a good night last night. It also reinvigorates my faith by the way it's nice to win again right much better than losing um 
And that is that the American people see what's happening. Because there's been a lot of doubt. There's not been mainstream media coverage of the disaster at the border. There's not been a lot of mainstream media um, coverage. It's now day 80, what, one or two Americans abandoned by Joe in Afghanistan. I mean, imagine it's 94 days after he promised that he would never abandon them. He's abandoned them. And we found out just a week and a half ago that there are hundreds of Americans and their families, thousands of green card holders and their families. And then, of course, our Afghan allies that we promised we would get them out of there if this day ever came. They're still there. Nobody in the media covers it. So I wasn't sure to the extent that this would impact people like it did last night, but certainly the environment was ripe for it here. But for me, I'm, I'm looking at this as just phase one. This has got to be a three-phase operation. And phase one was, okay, we can show that Republicans can win on ideas. Republic, the Republican vision compared to radical democratic socialism is a winning formula. Now, if you look at the issues, you know, put Donald Trump, the personality aside for a second. Donald Trump's policies of stay in Mexico, build the wall and abolish catch and release worked. We had the lowest illegal immigration numbers in, what, 30 years. Now we're going to have the highest in 40 years as they now have adopted process and release. They've stopped building the wall and they've abolished the stay in Mexico policy. Then we go to the one big issue that is impacting everybody, and that's the economy. And Joe Biden single-handedly, not only did he end uh, high-paying career jobs for energy sector workers, but Joe Biden also artificially reduced the supply of energy in the entire world. And it's still, whether liberals and New Green Deal socialists want to admit it or not, but oil, gas, and coal are the lifeblood of the world's economy. But what I find the, the oddest thing to me is if, they're, if they care so much about the planet that they're going to abolish, you know, exploration in Alaska and they're going to stop building the Keystone XL pipeline, but yet they're going to beg OPEC and they're going to beg Russia to increase production so we can pay less. We don't need to ask them. Now, if the idea to stop it in America is because we want to be good stewards of the planet that God gave us. Well, what difference is it if we make it here or drill for it here or they drill for it at some other point in the world? It doesn't matter. It still has the same impact on planet Earth. I mean, the thinking, the logic is non-existent here. So this is where I see Republicans, just to give you a short summary, and we'll give you more detail as the show unfolds this hour. Republican Party now needs to establish itself as a party that represents limited government, low taxes, less regulation, that stands up for working men and women and job creation. They have got to be the party of law and order so people can be safe and secure in pursuing happiness. They've got to be the party of choice in education and and stop this stranglehold and unholy alliance with teachers unions and the Democratic Party. Give parents a check and let them decide where they want to send their kids to school. 
They've got to be the party that explains what free market solutions to health care is all about, protecting people that can't afford it, protecting people with pre-existing conditions. That can all be accomplished. They've got to believe in energy independence because look at what's happened to the economy because we're paying a buck fifty more a gallon. You know, how much more does it cost to fill up your gas tank? How much more will you pay to heat your home this winter? How much more will you pay for every product you buy at every store because it costs more to ship it there? All of this is preventable. And then, of course, secure borders and, and a few other principles. If Republicans now rally around ideas, and I would recommend they put it on paper, then what we saw and liked about last night can be duplicated in 2022 and duplicated again in 2024. We'll continue. But first, I got to tell you about our friends at Pure Talk because they want to save you a lot of money. Look, we all have cell phones. Many of you have big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. Well, if you do have those big carriers, you're paying too much. With Pure Talk, you keep your phone, you keep your phone number. You have this exact same number of bars on your phone as the big carriers because you use the exact same cell towers, use the exact same 5G network. And by the way, uh, they have more plans and options than the big carriers like unlimited talk and text and six gigs of data for just 30 bucks a month. And all you have to do is dial pound 250 on your cell. Say the keyword save now. You start saving 50% off your first month and every month thereafter. That's pound 250 on your cell. Keywords save now. Average family saving nearly a thousand bucks a year from our friends at Pure Talk.